It's not getting in, getting in. Rio's a new Dr. Phil. And we are back. And this is a real podcast. You know why? Because it's the Loft Party Podcast. I'm just saying. And opinions expressed on the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Potential Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. Welcome, everybody, out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's family. Hey, out there, podcast land. What's good? I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 105, In Their Natural Habitat. First and foremost, let me uh, welcome our listeners in Spain and uh, Canada. Uh, thank you all for telling a friend and joining the party. Now, uh, have you ever gone somewhere and found yourself completely out of your element? So much so that it was uncomfortable, but you had to stay for a while and people watch because it was almost as if you were watching something in its natural habitat. So, before we get started, let's introduce today's panel. And today I have got Big Dave Elliott, uh, owner of CMP Construction. I've got uh, Ben Roberts. He's uh, our bartender here, bartender extraordinaire here at the Pendergast Club. I've got Jordan Bradbury. Of course, he is industri- industrial sales uh, and uh, the creator of the Genuine Alchemist brand. And uh, returning after a long hiatus, uh, Mr. Chris Kipp. Uh, uh, he is in uh, automation sales, and that's all we're going to say about that because uh, he doesn't want you uh, honing in and trying to steal in his business. So, um, before we get into important things, let's get into important things. And, uh, of course, that starts with what are we drinking? Uh, and today we are drinking the tale of two cities, and we are going to have uh, our bartender, Ben, explain what a tale of two cities is. This is a whiskey cocktail, uh, one and a half ounce Rieger Kansas City whiskey, finished in an old roasted cherry cask. Uh, then we got uh, 0.75 ounces of Big O. Big O is a locally Missouri source ginger liqueur. If you haven't had it, you can get a hold of it, check it out. It's delicious. Uh, 0.75 ounce Campari, which is an Italian bitter aperitif. Stir over ice and strain into a chilled coupe glass and garnish with a lemon twist. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, now that we know what we are drinking, uh, the next question, of course, is, so what are we smoking? And today is the uh, Regius Exclusivo USA Pressed Perfecto. Um, that is number 21 on... Uh, Cigar Aficionado's top 25 list of 2017. Um, it has got some full, earthy, like, cocoa notes. Um, and to tell you the truth, a little bit of, like, pistachio nuttiness uh, in the finish. Uh, if you know anything 
this particular uh, figurato is uh, closed at both ends, which is what makes it a perfecto. Um, uh, damn good smoke. Uh, actually, reasonably priced at $12.95. Uh, Nicaraguan, uh, Nicaraguan uh, wrapper, binder, and filler. Uh, great drink, great smoke. Uh, I think we're ready for, for some good talk. So, now that we know what we're drinking and what we're smoking, uh, normally we'd move on to our RIPs. Uh, and I was scanning and didn't run across anything that I particularly thought that anybody out there in podcast land would um, know off the top of their head, uh, unless somebody at the table knows of anybody that passed this week um, that podcast land wouldn't know anything about. Summertime, uh, everybody's hot and alive. Hey, that's all right with me. Uh, which brings us to our happy birthdays. Uh, and uh, today, uh, actually yesterday, no, today, excuse me, uh, Tom Hanks uh, turned 61. So we just have to talk about Tom. Okay. You know, that guy is probably one of the most phenomenal actors of our generation. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. His, his talent. His range. And, and how he gets into his different characters and what he does and, you know, it's, it's just unbelievable what he can play. Absolutely. Well, and just what a class act. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. nice guy. Yeah, super well, I, nice I think guy. he's real, you know. Yeah. I think, I think we is. see... Even yeah. though we maybe never met him, we, we like to definitely yeah. think he's but, a nice yeah, guy. But when you, yeah, but when you see interviews with him, he you really like do dude. seem like you're really getting him. You get a sense of the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Well, absolutely. That's a good point, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, the juice. OJ Simpson is uh, also get a Also having a full about the juice. All having a full sense of the man uh, is is seventy. Um, uh, uh, across the pond, uh, Prince William uh, is thirty six today. Uh, so imagine, just imagine, knowing that uh, probably. Ten years may be giving him too little, but definitely in the next 20 years, you will be king. Uh, that's a lot to know if you're Prince Williams. Yeah. That's a lot to know. And, and, and I think he'll be I think he'll be a good king. Yeah. Much yeah, yeah, yeah. better king than his dad will be. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not necessarily looking forward to the reign of Prince Charles. Uh, <laughs> But I also don't think he's going to live as long as his mother. <laughs> so I don't nah, see. She's an icon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Going the distance. Uh, so uh, for all you uh, rock fans out there, we got a couple for you. Uh, Courtney Love uh, is 53. Now, let's just back off on that one, too, here a little bit. Yeah. All right. You saw what Courtney Love looked like back when she was <laughs> Kurt Cobain. I, I would like to see a picture of Courtney Love now. You know? <laughs> she wasn't too bad looking, you know, a little slutty, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if age has done her well. I, I I'm don't not, know if I'm age has sure. done her well or not, but I'd I'm be a little sure. surprised. Yeah, I, yes, <laughs> I would. I actually family. would be surprised if I she's don't looking. See the aging going on. There yeah, I don't see. Know. I don't see her aging like wine. I, I, I don't want to say she's aging like uh, milk. Lot of Botox. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say she's aging like milk. <laughs> But I don't know if she's aging like wine either. So, uh, uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Jack White, phenomenal musician, uh, uh, forty-two Composer. today. Um, 
uh, another one of those that uh, I felt old when I found out his age because uh, I didn't realize he was younger than me. Um, so uh, now that we know what we're drinking or what we're smoking, uh, uh, God bless. There are no RIPs this week, and we've uh, said our happy birthdays. We'll be right back. Hey. You can search for The Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below, and now back to our regularly scheduled program. All right, and we are back. And before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. So, what's in your music playlist right now that is uh, completely out of character, or at least something that would surprise people that uh, that you own? And uh, we're going to start with uh, Big Dave. I think it'd uh, probably Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. They were a '60s group. Uh, they Herb Albert played a very clean trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they really had, uh, they had a little bit of Mexican sound to them. They would definitely have some horns in the background. So they, they're one of their most famous songs is uh, Taste of Honey. And, yeah. And uh, they had several songs that were Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, This Man's in Love, mm. sung by Burt Bacharach. Yeah, and yeah, one. yeah. They also wrote a lot of the songs. Yeah. Um, you know, they had, uh, Ride was more of a disco. Mm-hmm song that he had and you know Lonely Bull was just another good song I can think of they're mm-hmm. just there's uh, it's good Sunday morning listening oh yeah you know it's kind of peppy and, and good mix of music and then uh, when I'm having a bad day there's nothing like the three tenors to drive around to and <laughs> okay blast it up in the truck and you know three tenors have to be listened to it okay that type of stuff okay I sing very badly I <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think a song I remember from Herb Albert, um, I think I was saying during the break, there's a song he had with, uh, with Janet Jackson called uh, Keep Your Eye On Me. That, uh, I, I used to love that album. I, had, I actually had that album. That was a great album. I, can't, I think that might have been the name of the album, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But I remember that song uh, was Keep Your Eye On Me. That was a great record. Um, ben? I don't know if there's anything in my repertoire that's particularly surprising, but say off the beaten path, I find myself particularly enjoying a lot of synth wave and dark wave, which is uh, sort of that Miami uh, outrun sort of aesthetic, you know. Hmm. Like heavily uh, synth and beat driven. Right, 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 right. Um, a lot of that stuff. And then take that and then go even darker. Okay. If that makes sense, a more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Heavy metallic, uh, synth- synthetic? Yeah, and, and just and just really hard and dark. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, otherwise, I can't think of anything I listen to that. I mean, I, I still have my guilty pleasure, Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay, good. Now but. that is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the good, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the guilty pleasure of Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. 
which is uh, hilarious. Uh, anybody who it, so knowing Ben, hearing what he threw out there first, uh, knowing that in his collection is uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is probably more surprising than anything else. Every once in a while, when I'm when I'm inebriated a bit, I'll just throw on some Call Me Maybe and go. Oh yeah, maybe. yeah. Call look, <laughs> Call Me Maybe is uh, the most tested record. No, in yeah. the history of records, and it's uh, and, and, million. And there was no, it, it, which is of course the reason it was that big a hit. It, like they tested it within an inch of its life, and to the point that by the time they finished it and released it, it was no way you weren't gonna like this song. <laughs> it just was what it was. Unless you were just annoyed at the oh, sheer yeah. testedness of it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Which uh, any, anybody with more eclectic musical tastes really should hate it. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. everything that it is. But I don't. I but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Look, I've told many of people, you know, uh, during that time period, um, that first Kesha album was definitely my super guilty pleasure. It was just, just fun and uh, and no redeeming qualities whatsoever. <laughs> but it was just a fun record to listen to, and uh, I liked it a lot. By the way, have you heard Beck's album from last year? I have not yet. You should listen to that. Okay. Beck he, stepped up again. Okay. Yeah, he pulled out a pop album. Actually, yeah. I... And it's, Who's that? Beck? Beck. Yeah, actually, I actually he's saw that he's going to be at Starlight pretty soon. Oh, I, yeah. I, I he, he, he pulled out. Yeah. yeah. He, he uh, headlined for a U2. That's right. During the U2 concert. I found him very interesting. Artist. Right. Okay. Well, his discography is incredible. Um, but his latest album was a pop album. I heard it for the first time on Fourth of July. Okay. While yeah, we right. were partying up on that rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Elisa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pulled it out, and I was like, "Huh." All right. Yeah. It was just clean. <laughs> okay. All right. Not mad at it. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. Jordan. Um, I guess my thing is, it's not. There's uh, no lyrics here. It's um. Like uh, wave, like vinyl wave frequencies for your like meditation music. Hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot lately. Um, I do a lot of yoga on the low. I don't know if I ever told you guys. Okay, that. see, see, we're finding yeah. out new stuff here. <laughs> Coming out of the closet on it. Yeah. <laughs> you do that on the low. That's just good for you. It is. It is. <laughs> I just people usually don't realize that like I'm really heavy into it. Um, sure. So yeah, I just like like meditation frequencies. I kind of ride to that sometimes. Um, Listen to that just when I'm out, you know, at the house, just winding down um, for like frequency, like healing tones, uh, specific megahertz and so on. So awesome. Cool, Mr. Kip. Yeah, just some old flashbacks there. Just thing that popped in my head was the old uh, "Play That Funky Music, White Boy" by Wild Cherry. You know, okay. when I was like 14. Okay. And had albums and going and somebody turn you back. Somebody turn around and tell them. Play that funky music, white boy. man. I know. I being a fan of R&B, I listen to that nowadays, and I hear it on the radio, and it somewhat makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's kind of like, you know, there's a bunch of Jersey boys there. It's just were, a ubiquitous. They were, they were from Jersey. It's just a right? ubiquitous party record. It's just like if it you was go a great party. If record. you go to a, if you go to a, a wedding or something, like, that record's going to get played. Yes. Period. Um, Especially Midwest. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> um, it, it, it was like a 19s, late 70s, early 80s version of. Uh, 
Frankie Valley, you know. It mm -hmm. was uh, a bunch yeah. of Jersey boys trying to do disco. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which, I watched Jersey Boys about a week ago for the. For, uh, I hadn't watched it since it came out, but I forgot. I, for, I actually forgot how uh, uh, the the movie itself. I wouldn't say was like a cinematic tour de force, but it was a that was a fun watch. Um, and for me, the uh, uh, thing I found when I just kind of rooted through my playlist a little bit and forgot that I had was uh, was. Uh, the Clash, Rock mm -hmm. the Casbah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I was. She ain't gonna like it. Yeah. Should I, say, should I go now? Uh, oh yeah. That's one of my. So I, I'm yeah. a big Clash fan. I, oh, yeah. I get into that. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I was, uh, I was, uh, I, I, I surprised myself because I forgot that <laughs> was in my playlist. So, uh, with that, <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend, and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 